TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. We're back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. With Chris Baker in for Marty Baron on this day, welcome back to Sabres Live. I'm Brian Duff, the biggest jerk there is. 22 minutes of content left, and then I'll be back at the pool. So thank you and good night. Um, but no, seriously, Bakes, uh, Amherst are in action tonight. They are home, and then they hit the road for a couple. They find themselves in an incredible dogfight in the North Division. Uh, that always leads us down the path of uh, prospects and players to watch, be it at the Pro level, like we just spent a lot of time talking Benson, like we've talked a lot about with any number of Amherst this year. Um, Devin Levi expected to get the call and goal tonight. Um, do you want a quick thought on Levi and what you've seen there and maybe project what the rest of his year may look like here? It's been pretty busy, uh, facing a lot of shots. I, I like the fact, like my, I try to keep it very simple with him. He's a young goalie, get him down, let him get some shots, get minutes. But I like the attitude that he went down there with. He's really embraced the opportunity to play regularly, be a part of something. You want to see this Amherst team down the stretch now. It's kind of tightened it up a little bit, limit the shot, you know, kind of ratchet up the D. You know, you're getting into some really tight spots now coming into the playoff push. Levi's going to be a big part of their success. I like the fact that, you know, I know that you and Marty, I think, talked about it recently, one of these days this week. Do you bring him up for one of the games? Uh, mm-hmm. I think that was, I keep him down there. Just yeah. Like kind of let him just, I don't want to shuttle. I'll him agree up, with you, you since know, Marty's not on and I didn't want to push back on that day. <laughs> I just let him have his way. Yeah. <laughs> keep him down there. Keep him in his groove there. Let's not shuttle him back and forth. I know it's, you know, right down the 90, I get it. But um, it's also a nice little opportunity maybe to reward Comrie. I, it's, I, I like seeing Comrie back up, the smile on his face. I just think from a human yeah. standpoint, get him a game. Uh, make him feel like he's part of it. And he is, by the way, he's part of it. Um, yes. But with Levi, I've really liked um, the team does play. It's, it's inconsistent right in front of him. Mm-hmm. But when he first got down there, they had a couple of good defensive performances in front of him. I want to see him get back to that consistently. That's going to, um, but he's, he's been really good. Tougher. I don't, I know you've watched the games. I've watched the games. He's made some key saves. I'm not going to fault him on that overtime goal. No, if anything, um, I mean, he probably hated the only goal that he gave up in regulation simply because it was yeah. one of those, you know, modern day goals, sharp angles, shoot high around the ears, hope it goes in. But the fact of the matter was, I was most impressed with the coaching staff choosing to play it out the way they did. He had the monstrous save performance against Toronto earlier in the week. Then they got on a bit of a losing streak. And they knew that the last game of 7 in 11 was going to be after a five-hour bus trip from Rochester on a Friday night into the Bears' den. They are still 
defending champions who are over 800 winning percentage this year. It's obscene. And they're like, yeah, we're not going to be in a good place for this game. So, Devin, it's on your shoulders. You're going to need to help us tonight. And there they were, 1-1, right to the end. Power play closes out regulation time. Yeah, there's nothing you can do in the overtime. They lose 2-1 to the best team. The best team, arguably in ho- in pro hockey in North America. I mean, re- reigning champs with an 800 winning percentage. Like, it's it's amazing how good Hershey's been. So I, I give Appert and company, Seamus, all hands on deck there, you know, how they put him into that situation and how, and then how he answered. Took the words right out of my mouth. They're playing to his strength and his psyche as a goaltender. Devin Levi likes seeing a lot of shots. He likes action. And that was kind of set up for him to see a lot of shots and a lot of action. They played into it. It was a good decision to your point, Seamus, Seth, good coaching decision and knowing your pieces and forecasting that going into that stretch of seven and 11. So we had a nice little cameo for Matt Savoy at the start of the year in Rochester, or once his year started after injury. Um, he is the only player in the Western Hockey League averaging two points per game right now. He's had some injury difficulties at times. Um, where is Savoy at, in your opinion, as we start running through uh, a pretty good list here of Sabre prospects and, and where they're at? So I think Sabres fans should be excited for what another offseason of strength and conditioning work is going to um, take place for Savoy coming into next fall. I think there's going to be some readiness there, just like there was shades of readiness coming into this season before that prospects challenge injury. We've said it ad nauseum with Savoy speed. His speed is dominant at the junior level. Two points per game, second overall in the entire Canadian Hockey League as well. There's one player that has more in the queue. Um, 21 goals in 24 games. He's scoring. He does it by going to the net. Okay, mm-hmm. so this is what's important. It's easy to look at stats with junior players and not not always know the story of how they're scoring their goals. He's got a very high work rate. He plays with a lot of speed and he goes to the net. Sometimes that's how he gets these nicks and, and bruises that he suffered this year. No, no different than the Pittsburgh game at the Prospects Challenge, right? Hard play going to the net with speed. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there it's going to be fun because he has similar competitive battle in him that we talk about with Benson, they just play the game a little differently. The pace of play is the biggest differentiator between Savoy and Benson, but I think Sabres fans should be very excited. But to your point about the injury, um, he had a, he was out for a couple games, came out for warmups against Calgary on the 10th of February. Didn't feel right. They kept him off. Not because it was serious because they could Moose Jaw's mm. cruising. They're yeah. being safe. They're taking a bigger picture view. He's yeah. fine. He came back and he's just been producing since coming back in the line. So he looks good. Is he a future Sabre? Or a future yes. chip, you think they'll keep them? Um, well, I think it's all—they're all currency. Every oh. single player is currency. That's how I'm looking at it right now. Even you know, Yuri Kulik. I got yelled at last year for saying, "Hey, Yuri Kulik, you know, for the right deal, it's currency." <laughs> no, um, who would yell at you? Somebody on social is my <laughs> guess, right? Um, that's kind of yeah. how social media is. But um, <laughs> no, in the bigger picture, the, 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 that's yeah. just how my philosophy is. It's all currency, okay? okay. But um, no, I think that he can eject. I think he can eject some needed elements. He's not going to solve all the grittiness that we talk about and all the grime, right? But if he's going to the net and that mentality is present, I give him a look before just making this final determination that he's a guy that you can definitely move. The audience can't see the big whiteboard we have behind us with all the names on it. So I'm allowing you to pick the next name on that list that deserves to be talked about as far as Sabre prospects. Well, you know, there's a couple of guys that played in the World Juniors that we should talk about. 
that are going to be here in Rochester next year. But I want to give some quick love to one that we don't talk about enough, if that's okay. I want to go a little bit off the board to use yeah. your board reference, okay? Vilyami Mariala mm-hmm. is sometimes, I think, a forgotten about prospect in the Sabres ranks, currently leading his team in scoring over in Liga. That's TPS Turku, okay? Um, he's just set a new t- storied franchise, TPS Turku. He just set a rookie points record. He had his 39th point over the weekend, had a three-point game. I think he has um, eight goals and 13 points in eight games just this month. So that's a really nice finishing kick, Okay. But it's not just about the points. So he broke Capo Caco's rookie points record for the team. It was 38. Wow. Mariala now is 39. Does so he got the gold helmet here in our footage. Is that right? He does have the gold helmet. He's had it for about three weeks now. Okay. Nice. So the young player. So leading all rookie scorers in Liga, but also leading his team. Doing it in a second line role. But here's the big thing, Duffer. It's all about how you get it done. Just like what we were saying about Savoy going to the net. You're mm. starting to see those leaps with Mariala. The mentality, and I think part of it is playing for Patrick Wah when he was with the Quebec Remparts for two seasons. He's taken; he knows what to expect from North American hockey. He's taking it back over to Europe. He's playing a big role. I just wanted to point it out. Sometimes it's easy to talk about Savoy and Ostland, some of the guys in Rochester, Wahlberg. I don't want to lose sight of Villami Mariala. Sabres mm-hmm. hold his rights for one more year. He just signed another one-year extension with TPS. We'll see mm-hmm. if he stays over there. Sabres sign him, stash him. High skill. And he's done a lot more in small areas this year. I just wanted to point it out. So who's next? And you can stay with the, uh, you know, the lesser talked about if you like. Uh, this is this no, is all this uh, is all your wheelhouse. Okay, well, I'll go. I'll go uh, just quick around the horn. I think with some of the guys that we saw in the World Juniors. So Noah Oslin, Just I think the what you need to know about Oslin is that he came back to Vecwa after the World Juniors, mm-hmm. and he lit the world on fire. He had ten points, I think, four goals and six assists in his first seven games back. Now, he's only had one goal recently, but it's not about points for him right now in the men's league. It's how he's functioning in a 200-foot manner. What you saw from him in the World Juniors in terms of defensive, he's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, faceoffs can improve a little bit, but his awareness is so good. Off-the-puck awareness, his understanding of offensive zone spacing, he, just, he looks the part of a guy that Sabres fans should be excited about when he comes over next year. Um, so we like his 200-foot game. Wahlberg? Not scoring a ton, doesn't matter. Playing a very big role on a Malmo team that is in a, a really a dogfight for that last playoff spot there in the SHL. He's been averaging, uh, I don't have it up in front of me, but he, and he was picking up 18, 19 points a game for an 18 year old. He's still 18 years old playing mm-hmm. in the men's league over there. That's um, a lot of but, time. You know, that's yeah, really good on the boards and in the corner stuff for um, net front presence. You know, he's learning some lessons. Um, there's some high skill guys on that big ice that can kind of, you know, present some challenges for him. Playing on that big ice, so he, he it forces him to work on his skating, his acceleration, and he's coming away. Uh, he's going to come away a very good player. I think he's another guy that we're going to see next year in Rochester. The Sabers have so much in the way of high end young defensemen on their current roster. What's the farm look like, and how big a year is Sevi Komarov having after <laughs> already owning a Memorial Cup and a game winner in that tournament? Komarov's probably the best defenseman, overall defenseman in the QMJHL this year. It's And I'm not saying that because he's leading all defensemen in that league in scoring, which he is, but uh, because I don't think he's going to be a big scorer when he makes the transfer up sure. to the professional ranks. I think his he's going to make a mark by being a big, um, rugged, territorial type of defenseman. 
um, and just, you know, play simple in his own zone, play physical, clear his net front. His skating has improved since being drafted. He can really get it moving in a straight line. His acceleration's gotten a little bit better. Still want to see it improve over the next couple of years. A lot to like there in terms of size, reach, shot blocking. And he'll be able to get shots through. You know, he's going to have to recalibrate his puck carrying and some of the things that he's able to do mm-hmm. at the junior ranks. He's not going to be able to do it with this, at the same velocity that he does uh, currently in the queue. But I like it, the look of his game in terms of his core competency as a defenseman. Um, you asked about the defenseman as a whole duffer. Yeah. Let me just yeah. say this real quick. Cause I know you're chomping at the bits to jump back in. Yeah. I, I always put the defenseman in two buckets, right? You put Komarov in that same bucket as a Nikita Novikov. Thank you. Big that was where I wanted to hear next. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Novikov is, um, I've loved his growth. Yeah. In terms yeah. of, um, it's the cultural adjustment. He feels like he's part of the team and it's really mm-hmm. brought out the best in his game. I was going through his defensive pair. You know where I'm going with this. He had a stretch. He had six different defensive partners in like a three-week stretch. You know what I mean? Because that's how they run it in, in Rochester. Yeah. Well, you know, you don't get comfortable. Keeps you on your toes. Creates your awareness, mm-hmm. uh, your adaptability. I really like where his game's going. What I've really seen from him. So number one, we've talked about it, I think. You and Marty have talked about it. I've talked about it separately. His willingness to jump up and attack the play. Yeah, Very noticeable, right? But now you're starting to see a little bit more of that comfort and that being part of the team. He's stepping in after the whistle, you know, blocking guys out, getting a little more aggressive and kind of marking his territory, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It's a big, imposing physical guy. It's mm-hmm. part of the game. You like to see it. It's a big package that he brings. It's not just the offense. It's, it's the total package. I really liked his growth. Do you see a future NHL career more for Novikov or Komarov? I see more of <laughs> It's a very good question. I think Novikov's pedigree, especially playing in the KHL and showing he can do it there, it gives me a little bit more belief and confidence in his game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he has very, con- I think he's more intuitive in terms of knowing when to go. And the rec- I'll tell you what, he played on that big ice in Russia. I think it's easier for him to use his recovery skills to get back on the smaller ice. It's so simple, mm-hmm. just like this, you know, geometric yeah. approach to it. Yep. But it's truly been um, for a kid in his first year coming over here. In a new game, it's a new style of game. Mm-hmm. It's just how he's adapted has led me to believe that I that he's the answer to your question that you just posed for me. Impressive. We'll take a quick break. Come back with maybe a few more names on Baker's list. Of course, Chris is in for Marty Baron on this day. Marty's back tomorrow, and we're back after this on Sabers Live. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.